Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 512, contains co-host Madeline Ray and my wrap-up of Exotica DC with interviews from Lauren Phillips, Skylar Shark, and Tom Naylor of Archibald's Gentleman's Club. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 512 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this episode is the incredible fetish content creator extraordinaire. She is everything you could possibly want as she licks her lips and tongue and completely distracts me in a foot, pantyhose, ankle, and all of that goodness, content creator and more. She is the fungi femme fatale, the mushroom maiden, the caterpillar concubine, the buxom butterfly bombshell, the pantyhose and plant princess and the potato pimp she is madeline ray how are you doing girl i'm here (laughs) oh no should we start this over did i not bring enough energy no you're fine okay i'm fine everything's fine (laughs) oh see when people say that that really makes me worry well you know what they say fake it till you make it right Mm, okay yeah I got a lot of faking to do. Yeah, right? That's like my middle name. (laughs) (laughs) So what's going on with you, big guy? How's things? Ah, things are good. Things are busy. And uh, we will get into all of that with this episode and the next episode as well, getting people cut up and summarized for the end of the year going into 2024. Wow. With this episode... You get a single dose of Exotica. I'm going to talk about my trip to Exotica, D.C., and we will talk about the interviews that I have for it Uh, towards the end of the first half. You'll hear the interviews in the second half, but we're going to talk about that whole thing. But I feel the need to apologize to Madeline Ray because... (laughs) Over the weekend, I messaged her that, hey, if you have some time, I I would like to be able to record. And she said, "Uh, sure, here are my available times. (laughs) And, And I agreed with those terms. And we are now recording, as you can hear. But earlier the next day, I read a post that she has on Twitter that says, hey, folks, listen. My weekends are for me. I'll get back to you. (laughs) I felt so bad. So I apologize to you. It'll never happen again. 
Listen, there are certain <laughs> people that have exemptions, and I think maybe because uh, you did this on air, you could be one of them. Yeah, I'm not I one of them. Think about it. <laughs> um, but no, when I get like, hey, hey, where are you? What are you doing? I can see you're tweeting. Why aren't you answering my email? It's uh, like, simmer down. Right. <laughs> if those haze do not come with some sort of monetary tribute. Uh, right, right. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Let me cook my soup and my pot roast <laughs> in peace. Okay. That makes me feel better. Yeah, that's well, fine. Why. All right. All right. Now I could take a breath. I was feeling this uncomfortable energy. And now that I know that we are on common ground once again, or as common as we can be, because you are truly so much better than I am. I don't know what that means. You, you are. At what? At what? At, at, at anything online. Existing. Oh my! Being goodness. a lady. No, yeah, definitely wearing glasses. No, I sex that one up. <laughs> but your ability to put out content, be it custom or public, oh. and the amount that you are able to put on social media, it blows my mind. I am so jealous. Oh well, I'll teach you for okay. for a low cost. I will take you in. You can call me Sensei. Okay. I'm down for that. <laughs> and then you'll never want to look at a computer screen again. <laughs> well, I'm that way now. I am on my oh. computer. So I'm losing my power supply. So when I start the computer, it sounds like wild animals screaming. It is oh, so bad. Yeah, it takes like 30 seconds to a minute and then it warms up and then I'm good to go. But uh, I got to get that switched out. I have a new modem from my cable company to speed up my internet. That's been sitting there for three weeks. Like, I really need to get my shit together. (laughs) Because you end up paying for both modems. Oh, well, yeah. Stop doing that. Yeah. Don't do that. Damn it. All right. Fuck. (laughs) So, as I said, I was able to make three of the four Exoticas this year. Chicago. New Jersey, and the last one being to see D.C. I missed Miami because I am ginger and I am <laughs> chubby <laughs> and Florida sun in the summertime is no bueno. I'm pretty sure you could find somebody to coat you generously in some sort of sun protectant. <sighs> Like they're splashing water on a beached whale. <laughs> Just buckets of white. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, God, why does some of the smell? Why is it opaque? Yeah. <laughs> what I, is this? I saw this in a video once. Oh, it's in my mouth and it's salty. That's right. <laughs> why am I aroused? Oh, God, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Little bucket beach bukkake. <laughs> So in regards to Exotica DC, I was only there for one day. So we're going to still going to encompass the entire weekend because it's pretty entertaining. The Friday that Exotica started, I had the opportunity to go to a concert. And it was about a third of the way there. So what I decided to do was get a hotel room at that town 
Mm-hmm. Go to the concert, stay the night, and then drive to Exotica on Saturday. And it worked out really well, minus a couple things. Uh-oh. The concert itself was really good. It was In This Moment, Ice Nine Kills, Avatar, and New Year's Day. And they all put on a very good show. I wish, I mean, this is just me. If I were to make one minor suggestion, I would love to have in this moment not completely forget the first half of their catalog because there are some absolute bangers on there and they just never play them anymore and yeah it's kind of disappointing but that's okay ice nine kills put on an amazing show who that was the band i was most wanting to see Mm. so i leave the concert and it was nice because it was only a quite literally a quarter mile walk to my hotel so along the way there's a convenience store i'm going to get a sandwich Oh, boy. What kind? Uh, It was a turkey club wrap. Okay. All right. So it was good. It was small. Just something to have in my stomach. Uh, A small bag of popcorn, some Mm -hmm. unsweetened iced tea because I'm lame like that. I get my food, get back to the hotel. This is where everything falls apart. I really didn't pay a whole lot of attention to the room when I get there. What's in there? I, I get Who's it. In there? It's <laughs> I don't want to say the brand of hotel. You can whisper it to me later. It rhymes with Ficano Bodge. Okay. All right. <laughs> that... Fecal barge, got it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I because I arrived to this town so quickly, I get in, I throw my stuff on the bed. And, and I head to the concert venue. So when okay. I actually have a chance to look at the room, it's not horrible. It's not the what? worst hotel I've ever been in. Oh my God. All it had the fake wood peel and stick laminate flooring. Uh-huh. Not a single one was still stuck to the floor. <laughs> They're sticking to your shoes when you walk. Right. <laughs> the room, because now what everybody does is instead of actually cleaning rooms they disinfect the hell out of them mm-hmm. so everything smells like bleach did you have condoms on your remotes no surprisingly not okay well i've seen that i've seen that recently mm-hmm. they they cover the things that you might need to touch like a remote in okay. a plastic cover interesting yeah hmm. well my tv didn't work at all <laughs> it's a it, it was a satellite tv company and they're like oh. oh hey if there's bad weather in your area you're probably gonna have a bad signal and i went oh so i guess fog is bad weather oh yeah too sick yes and uh it's like you know what i'm not gonna go crazy about this it was fairly inexpensive i'm just gonna eat my food go to bed take a shower in the morning and leave mm-hmm. as i'm eating my wrap oh no I bit my tongue so hard that quite literally I thought I bit through it. I haven't bit my tongue in decades, and I did it that night. It hurt so bad. Like my, it does. My it, it, it eyes does. were watering, and I'm bleeding all over the place. <laughs> I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So thankfully, most wounds to the face heal quickly yep. so i i struggled my way through the rest of the rap and you know what 
I'm just going to bed. <laughs> Wake up and my tongue is bruised and swollen from mm-hmm. from where I bit it. And I know it's going to affect me doing interviews. Oh, wait, did you have a little little speech impediment uh, going a on? A bit of a lisp. Oh. And I was very aware of it. So I kept uh, like, licking, yeah, licking my lips and stuff fucking like that. With it. Just say it. Yeah. With it. <laughs> to the point where the people that I did interview, I'm like, I apologize. Or if I had more than like a minute conversation with anyone, I'm like, I am so sorry. So it was a perfect way to end the year. I get up in the morning, take a shower, and it was an odd shaped shower. Mm-hmm. It was shaped like a triangle. Like, or the the actual, like, tub surround was, was a triangle. I'm like, oh, this is weird. I step in. And? There's li- literally no support in the base of the shower. So I feel it bow? Oh, it was flexing <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. So I have my feet on the sides as best I could to try and shower. Stop. And, and I look as I'm showering. I'm washing as fast as possible. And I look, and there is a substantial jet of water that is coming from where the shower head attaches to the spigot coming out of the wall, shooting over the shower curtain and into the bathroom. Shut up. <laughs> I'm like, this is going great. So I clean myself up, turn off the shower. The entire floor is soaking <laughs> wet. I'm like, well... Once I'm done taking care of myself, I'll just throw the towels on the floor, soak it up as best I can. (laughs) As I'm soaking it up, I put my hand on the closed toilet seat for support. As I go to grab out the towels, the entire seat comes completely off the the toilet. It did like the the whoop, the the, the slide right off. It just slid right off. I don't know how I didn't notice that the times that I sat on it. Like, I got to get my ass out of here. Totally gross. (laughs) I, I sit to pee because uh, I don't feel like cleaning that up either. Oh, good job. I'm Thank impressed. You. Thanks right. for admitting that. I appreciate that. More people should sit to pee, especially 100%. when they're really tall. Yes, and it's also very good uh, for your hips and quads mm. uh, because you build strength if you sit and get back up. You squat. You squat. It's exercise. Yeah. Oh, man. that expl- oh. It's pisser size. Mm. Pisser size, yes. As I am finishing packing and getting myself ready to leave, my feet start burning like you would not believe. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This place gave me athlete's foot. Like, it it hit me, like, immediately. I'm like, no, that's a really weird burn. They put so (laughs) much chlorine product or bleach product in the oh, no. tub that it burned my feet. And this has happened before, and I couldn't figure out what it was because I really didn't put, like, deep thought into it. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what it was. So, folks, if you are sensitive to products like that, if you're using a hotel, run the shower for a little bit and try to rinse as much as that down the drain as you possibly yeah. can because it was uncomfortable the entire wow. day. Yeah. Like, your ex-girlfriend didn't work there or something, did she? Yeah, right? <laughs> it sounds like it was fucking haunted. It was comical. I, at the point where I saw the water shooting over the shower curtain, <laughs> I, I just burst into mad laughter. So I finished cleaning and packing very quickly, and I get the heck out of there. So get to D.C. just in time 
to get a bite to eat at the Hooters like I always do. Oh, I missed you this year. I know. It could have been us. (laughs) And uh, head to the convention. And the one thing I really enjoy about the DC convention is because it is last, it is the opportunity to kind of say the goodbyes for the year. Now, Mm. typically that wouldn't be that big a deal because I may be going to AVN or something like that. But this year I am not. My next convention is going to be Chicago, so that's April. Okay. And actually, I might as well give those dates. So for Exotica, the hammered down dates, Chicago is April 12 through 14, Miami is June 28 through 30, and Edison, New Jersey is October 25 through 27. And uh, yeah, so this year... This was my, hey, have a wonderful holiday season, safe travels. It was wonderful talking with all of you throughout this year. And it made me struggle with how I wanted to talk to people for this convention because uh, a number of people fell ill beforehand. So there were a couple of no-shows. And so many of the people that were there, I've talked to within say the last year and I wanted to keep it fresh and find new people, but this made it a little difficult. So considering I bit my tongue and uh, it was the last convention day for me for the year, I decided I was going to take it a little bit easy. And I only did a couple of interviews. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. They're, they're a lot of fun. But uh, we'll talk about that at the end. The convention itself, me only being there on Saturday, it was a little bit lighter than it had been in years past. Okay. I don't know if that had to do with something else going on in town Mm -hmm. or a number of people that did cancel. If there were people that were going to go see them, they decided not to go. You know, It it could have been uh, a number of things. But it made it easier for me to kind of talk and hang out with people that I've become friends with. So that was kind of nice. Good. And they seem to pack the booths in a little bit tighter, which wasn't a bad thing. It, okay. It made the flow of traffic a little bit better mm-hmm. um, because then – instead of it being really spread out and you have kind of weird, almost like alleyways, everything was a little bit more grid-like, so it worked out pretty well. One of the people that I was thrilled to talk to was Evan Stone. Ah, Santa Claus. Yes. Was he Santa this year? Did they do that again? They did not. They didn't? They did not. (sighs) Santa Stones. (laughs) (laughs) I walked up to where he was sitting. He was waiting for Katie Morgan. Okay. And he had a bunch of items laid out on the booth. And I walked up, and they looked older. Okay. And I walked up, and I'm looking at these items, and it's pictures and and little posters and some other stuff. I'm like, what is all this? He goes, you're not going to believe this. I had an envelope that I got from a company, and he goes, I thought it was something promotional from them. So Mm -hmm. I just put it away. Well, I was going through, I was doing some organizing and I opened this up and it had all this old stuff in it that they mailed me. 
And one of the things, it's called Sugar and Spice, the girls of VCA. And they are adult video star trading cards. So little baseball cards. I had never seen this before. Uh And it is a limited edition series, 24 card set. And for those listeners that are older like myself, you have people like Nikki Dial, Nina Hartley, Ashlyn Gear, Tiffany Minks, Debbie Diamond, Savannah. Like there are some classic heavy hitters in here. I said, I got to buy that. And then he had a poster. It is the, oh the one God. side is Batman Triple X, a porn parody. And he plays the Riddler and a funny picture of him on that. Torn yeah. Black plays Catwoman. And he signed that. And on the other side, it's Batman Triple X. That's an Axel Braun uh, parody. And it has uh, different people on it, but it has Lexi Bell as Batgirl. Batgirl. Very nice. And I'm like, oh, I got to have that. So he signed that and he goes, Lexi's here, right? And I said, yeah, I think she's uh, at the Alexis Texas booth. He's like, oh, we got to show her. I'm like, yeah, this has to be super early in her career. So we walk over, I'm like, hey, is Lexi here? And the guy's like, ah, oh, she had an emergency. She couldn't make it. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, so I'm hoping to see her next year to be able to show that to her because she's probably going to be like, where the hell did you get this? Yeah. So it'll be a fun story. And that is a bit of a teaser for the listeners. There are always these little moments at every convention. Mm-hmm. And if you miss a convention, you miss it. It's almost like gambling. If you don't play, you can't win kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. I have every time I go to convention, I have these little moments like this that just they warm my heart and I have a lot of fun with it and a good laugh. So it was an amazing year for conventions altogether. But Exotica, thank you so much for allowing me to come in and interview people and tell people about your show. I love the staff with Exotica. I love what they do and how they do it. And uh, I will be excited to be back in 2024. Do you have any questions, Fine Madeline, before I continue? Did you miss me? 130,000%. Yes. Didn't think that was possible to be that much, but I do. I, yeah, I know. I, you know what? Uh, somehow I just managed to pull off the damnedest things for some people. Yeah. Just... <sighs> was was our friend um, the lady that wears the very elaborate dresses there? Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, I cannot remember uh, her. I follow her on Twitter, <laughs> and her name is escaping me, but yeah. with the big hats and the floofy dresses. The Mad Harlot. The Mad Harlot, there you go. I was like, Countess, Lady, something. Yeah, that's what uh, I was doing the exact same thing, yeah. Yes. Yeah, she She's was... always a delight to see strolling through there and, like, parting the crowds with her beautiful dresses. Correct, yeah. There was a moment where I was speaking with Victoria Peaks. Did you guys share any whiskey? We did not, and I'll, and I'll actually uh-huh. explain that as well. Uh, hung out with her, nerdy-minded and the Mad Harlot, and we were hanging out at uh, Victoria Peak's booth. So I was supposed to hang out with Victoria Peaks, go to a local place that is very big with whiskeys and bourbons and high-end liquor, 
and we were going to have some Pappy Van Winkle. Ugh. The problem was I had a delivery of drywall <laughs> being delivered to my house that Sunday. So that oh, was that's the, not a euphemism. Okay. No, that was the real thing. <laughs> I am going through a remodel in my living room. Okay. And I'm like, hey, I need drywall. And the only day they gave me as an option was Sunday. Oh, my God. Just Rude. to get home. And, have and they them didn't cancel it because it was storming like crazy and it didn't come until the following Wednesday. Fuck them. <laughs> I was so upset because oh. I left the convention and just drove home. I didn't even bother yeah. getting a hotel room. So I got home at, I think it was 2.30 in the morning. Something oh like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because I, I left the convention and talking to people at like 10.30 and then it's a, about a four-hour drive. Because home. I have to go get my drywall that doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I was so pissed. But, uh, yeah, I have to ask if she drank any. If, for those who do not know, Pappy Van Winkle is uh, very pricey. Yeah, hoity-toity. Yeah, at this venue, I want to say it was a one-ounce shot, and last year it was like 50 bucks for a one-ounce Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think I remember her talking, and it was like 50 or 60 bucks. So a bottle, you know, depending on what you get, a bottle can be like fifteen hundred dollars. You can keep Ow. it. Yeah, I'll, I'll try a shot. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So it was kind of a a very compact, mm-hmm. uh, moderately stressed weekend that involved a lot of fun. So I really can't complain. All right. Yeah. Good time. Yeah. So let's get into the people that I talked to for this convention. Mm-hmm. The first person, I was stunned that I had the opportunity to actually speak with her because at every convention, her lines are crazy. And that is Lauren Phillips. Aww. Yeah, I adore her. The second person is a new person. That I've okay. never talked to, and I am thrilled, and hopefully I get to talk to her in long form in the future. It is Skylar Shark. Okay. Yeah. And the last person I have quite the history with, and we'll get into that when I talk during the interviews, it is a gentleman by the name of Tom Naylor, and he works at Archibald's Gentleman's Club in D.C., Okay. And I will talk about the history of that before you hear the interview. So it was nice to catch up with everyone, have a nice deep breath, and tell everyone to take care, and I will see them soon. It was a good time. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Besides the spirit hotel beforehand. Oh, just thinking about it gives me <laughs> So... I think we are going to wrap this first half up and we will get into the second half with the interviews. So once again, thank you Exotica for the fun conventions this year. And thank you one and all for listening. Thank you, Madeline Ray for jumping on and being my word victim for this episode. I appreciate it. How can people find all of the great stuff that I say that you do in your intro. Uh, well, you can use 
the internet. Okay, that's a good start. In your browser okay. or the Google, my name. But no, you can find me on Twitter um, or my main website, MadelineRay.com. And then there's a bunch of other little ones, too, that you can go shop around on if you feel so inclined. Oh, and people should be inclined. They should be. I'm fun. She's fun. <laughs> she's beautiful. She makes amazing content. And you should gift yourself this content for the holidays going into next year, starting it right. Yeah, I'll keep you warm or something. I'll help with stuff. Okay. <laughs> yes, Won't you be lonely will. at night is what I'm saying. <laughs> <All right. laughs> As for me, dickdangle.com is my links page, and the website is danglingafterdark.com. You know the rest. Come on, folks. Yeah. You're here. It's been 512 episodes, if you don't know by now. Right. You don't deserve me if you don't. <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for listening. You are going to enjoy some interviews from Exotica DC in the second half here. So hang in there, folks. We will be right back. Mm. Don't worry. Dick will be coming back. Hi there, this is Annabelle Peaks, and you're listening to Danglin' After Dark with Dick Dangle. Mm, he's recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the Pervert Nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle. Welcome back to episode 512 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. I am Dick Dangle, and it is time for my Exotica DC interviews. Let's get right into it with one of the most popular performers on the planet. Her lines at conventions are always super long, so I highly recommend if you see her with a short line, you get in there. It is Lauren Phillips. I have known Lauren for quite a while because of doing interviews and the convention circuit. She is always so much fun, and we had a really good time doing the interview. She was very thoughtful about the questions that I was asking for the gauntlet, which kind of threw me off, but we had a lot of fun with it. She is someone that has amazing products for fans to purchase. She does amazing content and she is worth every minute of your time. If you get to see her at a convention, she truly makes her fans feel so special and that's what keeps them coming back convention after convention. So here is the gauntlet with the beautiful Lauren Phillips. I am here at Exotica, D.C. We're at Exotica? I do, <laughs> what? I'm in the wrong town. <laughs> with one of the most beautiful women that I know, Aww. period. She's a super hard worker. She puts out incredible content, whether she's doing it for herself or for studios. She has awesome merch Thank and you. has done some amazing collaborations with said merch. I think I've said enough. 
Have I said enough? I think so. Yes. Fellow redhead, it is the beautiful Lord Phillips. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm all blush now. <laughs> is this how you wanted to start your day? Yes, I'm like... Yeah, I'm in it. I'm in it. Let's go. <laughs> like Rocky. <laughs> That's right. We'll play that music dun, in the background. We are having a good time off the bat, but I'm going to ruin it because okay. I have 10 questions for you. Do you think you're ready for the gauntlet? Okay, are these these are these like what kind of questions are these? Are these trivia questions? I'm not going to trivia. They're not trivia. Okay. They're, they're questions about you, not personal, mm -hmm. but rapid fire. Let's see what you got. Okay. First question. <clears throat> What's an interview question you're tired of answering? Uh, one of the questions that people always ask me is, how did I get in porn? Ah, right. That's every time. I'm like, it's on the internet. Right. I'm like. It's lazy. <laughs> I'm like, just Google me. Every right. interview has <laughs> how I got into porn. <laughs> So how'd you get into porn? No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> number two, some people are good with names. Some people are good with phone numbers. What do you have a good memory for? I can remember people's faces. Okay. And our conversations. Oh, But okay. I cannot remember their name for the life of me. 100%. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Many performers have made lifelong friends in the industry, but are there any performer friends that you wouldn't do a scene with because you are such good friends? No. Wow. Because it's different. Like, uh, that's work. Okay. Remember, my life, uh, my personal life and my work life are two different okay. things. So I'm an actress when I'm on set. When I'm with them, okay. I'm, I'm who I am. So, okay. And why would I not want to help us make money anyway. That is very true. They're my friend. Yes. And so you know, we are friends. Yeah. And I started shooting. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I've got <laughs> Number four. Is it possible to be in love with someone but sleep in separate beds? I guess it, def um, it depends on what you define love is. Well, say you are married to someone and you live in the same house. Yeah. Do you think it's possible for you to be in separate beds when you sleep? My thing is, is I don't believe in falling in love with somebody. Really? Because if you can fall in love with somebody, if you can fall in love, you can fall out of love. Oh, interesting. The true okay. love for me, and this is my opinion, okay. is family love. If I consider you, I'm a Jersey girl. If you're my, if I, gotcha. I consider you family, even if you have a bad fucking attitude one day, <laughs> uh, you don't like me for a year, I will always be there for you no matter what. Because oh, you, nice. you accept people okay. for who they are when you're that type of love. So you wouldn't even consider being in love in a way that you would sleep with somebody? Like, how, do, how does that work? Like, if you're so in you're a relationship. I think every relationship is different, okay. and I feel like we make our own roles. Okay. And if someone is a, well, let's just say uh, the marriage, someone snores, and he, and they, it, it just all depends. So yeah. do I believe in it? I believe that there's all different types of stuff and that we shouldn't say one thing is wrong and one thing okay. is right. Everything is unique by the person in their situation. Wow, very well said. So you're saying you're a snorer. No, I don't snore. <laughs> I snore when my nose is all like closed up. When I have like a sinus thing. I gotcha. Yeah. Right, that's okay. I'm sure it's adorable I, I, hey, when you I, do. I, 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 I understand because I have one of those apps that records it and oh, I can right, tell because right. I have bad sleep when it happens. Uh, oh, it makes sense. Makes sense. Number five. Do you have any TV shows or movies that you hate but watch anyway just to make yourself mad? 
No. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to feel angry. Ah, uh, okay. I barely watch. Uh, sometimes I'll watch. I think anger is a, a neat emotion. Okay. But so, I feel like sometimes it's a waste of time because you can't really process things when you're angry. When, I, when someone, when you're angry at somebody or someone's angry at you, there's no way to communicate because you're living in your emotion. Oh, okay. Um, I do watch uh, based on true life or documentaries like okay. that. Um, that make me sad. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and I do that because it shows me, it reminds me to appreciate the things I have in my life. And uh, if that person can get through it, I can get through anything as well. Wow. The, the answers you are giving are, are, the, are you're, you're like the most empathetic politician ever. This is amazing. Oh, my God, Evan. I'm a politician. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking with the wonderful Evan Stone. <laughs> In either your professional life or your personal life, have you ever tried something that you thought was going to be sexy and it went wrong? I think we all try that, yeah. Okay. Like, even when I was, we all try having sex in a car, is it really sexy? Uh, no, it's no, horrible. It is not, yeah. I always bump my head. There's never any room. You're all cramped up. You're hitting Dick the always horn. comes out. Like, right. it's just like, why am I doing this? Yeah. It's like having sex in the shower. There's oh, no lubricant. Horrible. Always sucks. My hair gets wet. Like, I'm like, why do I? You think it's like, oh, yeah, I'm in it now. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be hot. You look like a wet dog, you know. Yeah. Uh, I feel that. What fictional bad guy character would you like to have sex with? That's a good question. I've never <laughs> been asked that question. What do you mean a bad cat? Like superhero-wise? Uh, like a villain? Uh, or just yeah, anybody? Something like that. But really any bad guy. Well, right now I'm watching because uh, I'm a huge Michael Douglas fan. Oh, okay. And he played the movie called Falling Falling Down. Oh, that's such a great movie. Where he is the bad guy. Yeah, that is true. I totally fuck him. <laughs> yeah, he's the anti-hero in that for uh, sure. I, I'm like, dude, I'm like, you want to come, come home? Come home, baby. <laughs> he's He feels the anger that you don't want. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. What is a positive life habit or self-care routine that you wish you had but never got into? I wish I had a routine, period. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh, I hear that. <laughs> um, uh, I wish one of the things that I would like to put is writing things down when they come to me so that I can organize it so that I feel more productive okay. and a lot more shit gets done. Because I do have a habit of being a procrastinator. Oh, okay. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. So for me, that's something. I if I if I in the morning go through my write down, go through the list and write it down at night. Write anything that needs to be down seems to be a lot more sufficient. And I wish I would do that. And yeah. I'm going. I'm going to do that. I'm You're going. 2024. To. Yes. We got it set. In your opinion, what makes an awful kisser? In my opinion. Yes. I feel like kissing is a, about responding to the other person. Okay. So it's about paying a, attention to details. Because everyone's, I've, had, I've been told I'm a really good kisser. Okay. But I also kiss the way I try to kiss the way a person, you know, to kind of compliment each other. Because okay. a kiss is not just about one person, it's about two people. Right. So I feel like what makes a bad kisser is someone that doesn't actually, like, notice the details okay. of that. 
Because you can, anyone can be a good kisser if you actually really notice how another person kisses. That is true. That is very true. Yeah, if they're too aggressive off the hop, it's going to make for a bad kiss. Yeah. That is true. Last question. Okay, here we go. If you won the lottery for a billion dollars. Okay. Past taking care of your friends and family and taking care of yourself and doing and all the, the government. good things. Don't forget and, the of course the government. What is the first really dumb thing that you don't need? What do you buy? That I don't need, so it's like a watch. Like completely unnecessary, but you're buying it. I guess it depends on what you consider unnecessary. Oh, this is what you consider unnecessary. Nice try, President Phillips. <laughs> I probably would get, um, I would like to get a Maserati. Oh, that's a good one. Um, or I probably would get a house in Philadelphia. And why is that? Because I like Philly. It's, Do you? Okay. It's, uh, I'm from South Jersey, so Philly is like... 30 minutes away where I was raised. I, I, I like, literally was on South Street all the time. You wow. know, that's where we hung out. So okay. I'm connected to the roots in Philadelphia, and I would love to have a place there one day. So I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, unneeded. Like, I definitely, it's a need that I, but it's more of a want. Gotcha. But I could make a profit off of it. Okay. So wanting a Maserati. Yes. So the reason why I say Maserati is probably a thing is because no matter what, a Maserati wants, it's like any other, it's not like a, a Lamborghini or Ferrari where the value can, the asset of that value could go up. Okay. As a Maserati, I don't think the value of them actually truly go up. Okay. Once you drive it, the oh, value right. goes down. Right. Whereas sure. like a Lamborghini. So I had a friend that had a Lamborghini and um, it was a nice Lamborghini, kept in shape. And even if he drives it, the prices, he got up, he got, his, uh, the price went up. The value right. of it went up because of the type of car it is. Yeah. Uh, Maserati's not like that. So I feel like it would be um, an asset just for me to have. I gotcha. Does this mean you could drive a stick? I would learn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For a Maserati? For a Maserati? <laughs> I just love that style of car. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I can agree with that. You know what else is beautiful? You uh, are beautiful. Thank, thank you, you so much for your time. No problem. Can you please tell all of the listeners where they can find you online, on social media, and where they need to go to vote for you for president? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be president, but I do know that Evan Stone is going to go for Congress. Okay. So they can uh, do that. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, you can just Google me. A lot of my stuff just pops up on the internet now, but all my social media is Lauren Fells Up, F I L L S U P. You can go to LP Links and L P L I N K Z dot com, and it has all of my stuff. Very, very nice. An absolute pleasure. Thank Have you. a great end to the year, and I hope to see you soon. You will always see you later. Next in store is someone that I met for the first time at Exotica DC, and I had been wanting to meet for a little while. She has such high energy, and when I saw her meeting and engaging with fans, I was really taken back by it. I like someone that when they are at their booth, puts on a show and has a lot of fun and really brings people in. And after I saw what she was doing in New Jersey, I'm like, I have to meet her. And then I started to see what she was creating when it came to content, and that further fueled my need to meet her. It is the lovely Skylar Shark. 
when I had the opportunity to see her in DC, she is so sweet, a lot of fun. She is truly high energy. And when we did the gauntlet, she gave fun answers and we actually ended up having some really fun conversations after the interview was over and hopefully I get to speak with her long form for an interview because I have a feeling that her fans plus pervert nation are absolutely going to adore her. So that being said, let's get into the gauntlet with Skylar shark. I have been wanting to interview this person for a little while now. And every time I would stop by her booth, she was busy with people, so I would circle back around, and she was busy with people. And there's a reason she's busy with people. She's beautiful, she makes amazing content, and I'm glad to bring her to my audience now. It is Skylar Shark. How are you doing? I'm doing so motherfucking good. Can I curse on here? Absolutely. I'm doing so motherfucking good. Glad <laughs> to hear it. How, uh, how was Exotica, New Jersey, and how was Exotica, D.C.? Exotica, New Jersey was definitely a little more busy, okay. but the vibe feels the same. Everybody's here to have a good time, and Absolutely. it's been amazing so Thanks. far. Very nice. I'm glad yeah. you're having a good time. Thank you. But I apologize. Right now, I bit my tongue so super hard yesterday oh, at no. dinner that I keep licking my lips and stuff. I'm driving oh my myself nuts. Lick yourself. I don't. I Lick will away. not judge you. I okay. will not judge you. I don't want you to think like I'm a creeper. I'm no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> So... We've just met. Yes. It's pleasant, friendly even. I do my best. But I'm going to ruin it. Let's ruin it. Because Let's you are up. about to be a victim okay. of the 10-question gauntlet. Right. Are you ready? Hit me with it. Question number one. Let's go. What's an interview question you are tired of answering? <sighs> what sets you apart from everybody else? <laughs> I'm cool as fuck. Like, what do you want me to say? Right. Like, everybody wants to be different. Right. But uh, we're all not. I'm me. Yeah, I'm me. What do I... That's it. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) Number two. Some people are good with phone numbers. Some people are good with names. What do you have a good memory for? Ooh. Faces. Okay. I might not remember your name, but I will say, hey, I think I've seen you before. Uh, You give that look like... Wait yes, I do that. I'm like, hold on. And they're like, I saw you here. And I'm like, I knew it. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Many performers have made lifelong friends in the industry. But have you made made a friend in the industry that they are such good friends that you will not work with them? No, I love okay. to work with my friends. I love to fuck my friends. Whoa. That's my whole MO is that I have a connection in my content. I don't just okay. fuck strangers. I fuck my friends. Okay. And I love to fuck my friends. Wow. My friends are so hot. Huh. Can I be your friend? No. Yeah. <laughs> is it possible for you to be in love with somebody but sleep in separate beds? Yeah. Sleeping has nothing to do with romanticism. Thank Sleeping you. is about fixing a need that you have if you can't sleep in the same bed because they snore toss and turn have a separate bedroom right. you can still fuck and then go to bed thank you yeah i'm glad we feel the same Hell way yeah. do you ever watch a tv show or a movie that you hate just to make yourself mad <laughs> that's a yes that's a yes yeah. yeah yeah i do yeah i do what is it um i think it's more like um 
I watch like cringy shit on uh, TikTok or YouTube. Not so much a full movie sometimes. Okay. Unless it's like a bad horror movie. Gotcha. Like Rubber or like honestly some Nicolas Cage movies. I'm okay. like, I'm nom 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 nom. Right. Give me that shitty shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's for me there's a difference between watching something bad and it's entertaining. Yes. And bad and you just hate and it. And you're angry you about it. I like. It's the, like a bad car wreck. You're like, right. I don't want to look, but also what's going on? Right. Yep. Yep. I hate watch home improvement shows because they oh, are. Oh, okay. I hate watch Lifetime movies. Okay. Lifetime movies because it's cringy and they're all in love and I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Life's not like that. Right. Get fucked. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh. Either in your professional life or your personal life, have you ever tried something that you thought was going to be real sexy and it failed miserably? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like there's some positions that you're like, yeah, I can work this. And then you get into it and you're like, I got no rhythm here. Right. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. The dick's in there, but it's not working. Right. I feel that way about reverse cowgirl. Many women do. Because like, am I going to break it? It's not supposed to go that way. No. It's not supposed to go that way. As much as I enjoy watching it visually, because it really highlights a woman's body. It's scary as fuck. I can't even imagine. So scary. I'm like, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) What fictional bad guy character would you like to have sex with? Saruman from Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) Or honestly, one of the orcs. Oh, whoa. Okay. One of the Yurikai. I'm sorry, but the guy that has a handprint on his face. You're feeling it? He could get some. That's right. He could get some. I, I'm a little bit of a monster fucker. I won't lie. I won't lie. All right. A little All bit. A right. little bit. Once again, we should be friends. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. What positive life habit or self-care routine do you wish you had but never got into? Ooh. Um... Honestly, a morning routine. It's been really hard for me to find a good morning routine. I kind of just wake up, drink coffee, and watch TikToks till I feel okay. But I feel like some people are, like, on their shit. They're like, I wake up, I do my self-care. I take right. a shower, I do my face mask. And I'm like, I wake up and I'm angry. So <laughs> so you're not a morning person at all. I am a morning person. That's oh. what's weird okay. is because everybody's like, I don't know. I don't have that clean girl aesthetic. I'm a little goblin. Okay. So I feel like that's something where people are like, oh, I wake up and I, I'm so clean and ready for the day. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm grungy and ready <laughs> right. for the day. <laughs> In your opinion, what makes an awful kisser? Too much tongue. Oh, okay. Too much tongue. I don't want to swallow your tongue. <laughs> A little bit, like a little, a little lip lick. That's okay. good. Okay. But if you are shoving your tongue in my mouth, mm. it feels like a worm. And there's nothing more uncomfortable than watching people that are just mouth to mouth kissing, like yeah. outside. Like, oh. I hate watching people kiss when they do like that movie kiss. We're like, ow, uh, ow. Oh. stop it. Yeah. Now, you, we know that's not good. <laughs> stop it. Stop it right fucking now. Hit them with a rolled up newspaper. Yeah, right. Like, knock like, it off. Knock it off. Last question. Okay. If you won the lottery for a billion dollars. Say less. After you help friends and family, take care of all the important things like supporting my podcast. What is the first completely unnecessary thing you purchase? A Bugatti. 
No kidding. I like cars. I like the fast cars. I like Ooh. the fancy cars. All right. I want to have something that's so obnoxiously expensive that people are like, why the fuck would she buy that? And just because I can. Okay. But also, I love animals. I don't want to help everybody. Oh, okay. But I want to do it in my Bacardi. Uh, there you go. Like, that's okay. You have like a Bacardi animal ambulance. Yeah. That would be good. That'd be yeah. tit. That'd be tit. So, you have the love of a, of a Bugatti. Does that mean you could drive a stick? Don't ask me that. Okay. I'll well, learn. luckily, they're all paddle shifters on the If they're not the robot shifted by that point, you know, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. That's right. I'll figure it out. Or I'll hire. If I can afford a Bugatti, oh. I can hire a chauffeur. For you got it, a so. point there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. This has been so much fun. I'm glad I finally got the opportunity I'm to so do glad. this. So if you wouldn't mind, for the listeners, tell them where they can find you online and on social media. Okay. So you can go to SkylarShark.com, and that will link to literally everything I have. Or if you're too lazy for that, you can Google Skylar Shark, and pretty much everything about me will come up. I'm on every single social media you can think of. It's almost obnoxious. <laughs> so if you're there, I'm there, and okay. I'm... I post way too much, and you're probably going to hate it, but I'm there. That's I'm right. ready for you. That's right. Oh, I love it. This has been so much fun. Can't wait to see you again in the future, and uh, thanks for being on. Thank you so much. This has been great. <laughs> and my last interview for Exotica DC is with a good friend that I have a long history with, and that is a man by the name of Tom Naylor. He currently works at Archibald Gentleman's Club in D.C., but when I originally met him, he was working out of Pittsburgh at a club called Blush, and we talk a little bit about our club experience and the podcast experience because he has a podcast now as well. We talk about all of that in the interview. He is such a good man. He is professional when he needs to be. He's a lot of fun when he's allowed to cut loose. And truly, he made my transition into interviewing people at clubs and becoming comfortable with interviewing people and developing my style. He made that so much easier for me, and I can't thank him enough for that. But we talk about a lot of fun things that have happened to us over the years, especially as we've known each other. And I truly hope I get to interview him in long form as well, because I'm sure a lot of fun and a lot of stories will come out of it. And I'm definitely going to visit him at Archibald's Gentleman's Club in the very near future and experience what that club is all about and see the job that he is doing there. I'm thrilled to be able to go down. So, Thank you one and all for listening to this episode. Enjoy my last interview with Tom Naylor. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Lauren Phillips, like Skylar Shark, and all of the amazing content creators that you have heard on this show over the years. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. And of course, dangle on whenever you're ready oh i'm ready oh fine sir right. so i am here at exotica dc and i love running into this gentleman we manage to see each other when we're here every time every once in a while we'll see each other in vegas but he is one of the men that truly helped make me 
<laughs> what I am because you allowed me to start doing interviews in a club and you treated me well. We'll get to all of that. Oh, I'm ready. But now he went from Pittsburgh to D.C. at Archibald's and now he has his own podcast, the Side Peace Podcast. Never thought I would do that. Right? Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that, too. It is Tom Naylor. How are you, my friend? Good, good. Nice to see you. Always. As always. Always a pleasure. We have such a crazy rich history that I don't even believe it when I think about it's it. It's a decade. We, it is better than a decade. Yes. And as a podcaster, for me, it's been about a decade. When I say something like that, that has to be, it has to blow your mind because it blows my mind. Yeah. Like what has happened from when we first met, when you were running a club that at the time was called Blush. And you started, it was a new thing. Yes. Not everybody was doing it. Very true. And I just barely knew what the fuck it was. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I just acted like I knew. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, podcast, totally. Flying cars. Yeah, that's, that's great. Do it. Uh, you know, to go from those early days at the club doing my podcast to now having your own at another club, like, it's just got to be almost surreal. What's funny, because I thought about you a lot when... Our old PR guy, he had said, you know, you should do it. You have a calm voice. It's very steady. And I said, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I said, I got enough shit going on every day. And we sat down with um, uh, Adriano Chechik. Oh, yeah. And that was a great opportunity because I shouldn't even tell you the story, but from her clip <laughs> being pulled out uh -huh. to someone licking her asshole to, I mean, it was a lot. Yeah. So I thought, there's a lot of material from last night. I'll do it. Yeah. And she took me to the edge, and I had a comfort zone. And I thought, okay. all right, I'll do it. And over the years, just knowing all these girls, I don't put them on the spot, but I just have fun. Because, you know, we've all heard about how many times, who they fucked, how many people. Yep. That's all old news. Right. I want to know, like, what happens when they're laying around in their living room and yeah, the dog farts. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, who's running? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you, I'll tell you, I mean, I'm always proud to see you because you did something that a lot of people weren't doing at that time. Mm. And like I said, I mean, I really didn't know that much about it. And I think when you had a little bit of self-doubt, I just thought, dude, just be you. Like, that's all I can be. Right. Do you. Now, who the fuck cares? If they like you, they like you. Yeah. And they like you. Yeah. So well, it worked you. out. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, and that's... The interesting thing, because I would imagine you interview like I interview, you're respectful, but it's fun, but because you have known them in a business aspect as well as a personal one, I'm sure they're more willing to tell you the stories oh, that yeah. they really don't tell me, even if I do know them, because you, you're you in it. You're in the trenches. Well, I always laugh, because sometimes you think like a porn star, you know, now this might happen to you, one of the prettiest porn stars I've ever had great personality everything was smooth yeah when i got her on the podcast it was just dead stop halt no conversation oh okay and i was looking at her and i kept thinking what happened to her like we were just in the back room she's telling me stories about la and about life and driving and her yeah. Jeep and, and um we walked off with the thing and i thought that was the worst interview i've done and she says to me I just got back from the sex party in L.A. And I said, what the fuck? The right. That's back there. Yeah. You should have talked about that. She said, I didn't know you wanted to talk about that. I said, 
I don't want to talk about your fucking dog. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to talk about your dog, but I also want to talk yeah. about the sex party, right? So I always wonder, have you gotten into a jam like that, and how do you get out of it? I didn't mean to interview you. No, no, but please. It's a, it's a question for me. Yeah, and it's a good question for people who want to interview people in the adult community. When you find that they are being a little bit more reserved when it comes to their answers, you can kind of work your way through it. It's almost like a psychology test where you yeah. ask them the same question twice, but in a different way. <laughs> the and, blue book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and sooner or later, you're going to get what you want out of it. As long, because there are people that they can have sex on film all day. Oh, yeah. But when they're interviewed, they freeze. It's almost like that high school mentality. Yeah. I can have sex on film, but I don't want to look at it. <laughs> right, yeah. Nobody else does either. <laughs> oh, you stop it right now. Yeah, that's it. But... Uh, Preach it to the choir, my friend. But yeah, there's always ways around. And because you are so personable and you know them, you, you begin to know their sense of, sense of humor and you get to know them away from it. So you can say things in a way that at least make them laugh. And yeah. what I have found is if they know they have your respect, they can relax and then the natural conversation flows. It's really, it's really rare now that I find myself in a position. Don't get me wrong. In the early days, I had people nodding at the microphone oh, with their yeah. answers. It's like, no, you have to actually say the answer. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a visual. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, we, we are now seasoned veterans in dealing with the public, in dealing with the adult profession, and now dealing with podcasting and interviewing like how long have you been doing this it's been a few years yeah three years yeah and it's funny because like i said i think back to you when i tried to give you like a space to work out of that i thought would be conducive to the club too that like we would you know that the entertainers would look good right they'd have a comfort zone with you and i go back to that all the time we change it up a lot but i always go back to the entertainers i hear so many gross stories from other like club managers, club owners. Right. Then they come see me and they're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, you're, you're actually like a nice guy. Like, right. What, what's, oh, right. what's going on with you? Yeah. What's you, your, what's you your ulterior drugs? motive? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the, then the next question comes like, wait, you're gay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm a lone wolf. Like, there aren't many of us out here. Right. So in this community, I always look for my peers and I really don't have any, mm. um, which is kind of good for me. Yeah. Um, it opened up a lot of space for me. And, I mean, Albert gave me a lot of autonomy at the club, which was great. I mean, we didn't end, we didn't part on the best ways, but, and I've known him a long time. Yeah. But now, you know, with this club, we've had a lot of firsts. Like, I had the first transsexual on a stage. Oh, no kidding. May and I ask who it was? I wish I knew her name, uh, but she was a D.C. native. Okay. And that went through, like, rapid fire everywhere. They're like... Oh, my God, Tom Naylor had a transsexual on stage. Yeah. And then we had, like, the sex-positive club downstairs, okay. which was um, male, female. We had cage dancers fully nude, in and out. Okay. Um, stage work, women on top of women. And that was during the pandemic. Wow. That's where it grew from. Okay. And that, I mean, that was a lot to deal with. 
but I knew I could do it. Yeah. And once we did it, I was done with it. Yeah, right. Because gay, gay guys are too much. That's right. I know. <laughs> I forgot that it's not just gay men, it's men. Mm. If they can fuck in the bathroom or do drugs, yeah. they're there. Right. And gay men just make it easier. Yeah, right. And I was tired of going in that bathroom. <laughs> right. Yanking people out. Right. I thought girls were bad. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. I think um, the industry, I mean... You've seen it. I think it grows. If I had to say one bad thing or negative thing, I think most older guys or owners are getting either bought out priced out. Right. Um, or just nobody can afford to buy their club except big companies. Right. So all of these, it's like the McDonald's of strip clubs. Yeah. Same thing everywhere you go. Whereas I like going to these individual owners. Same. Where the club's personable. Yeah. Um, and that's what I miss. That I see now, even as we walk around here, same faces on the same stuff. You know, somebody says, oh, I have 14 clubs in Virginia. I'm like, okay, well, right. whatever. Yeah. Um, but I hope we get back to that sometime that um, we're more personal. And we have guys like you coming up all around. Oh, right. Well, we nurture them and make them come to the clubs and, you know, open them up. Yeah, absolutely. It's really crazy when you realize the reach that your message has, be it as a podcaster or a businessman. I recently had someone tweet out that I was the reason they went to their first expo. And I'm like, oh, really? That's crazy. Yeah. And, and you don't realize, like, you never really truly believe you're just talking into the void when you do yeah. this. But sometimes you're like, I wonder if this is really connecting with people. <laughs> and then you have those people that are like, dude, you have no idea. Like, that's that's what I needed to hear. Well, I'm sorry that I kept asking you questions. No, I do have right. to tell you this. My proud yeah. moment for you, though, was yeah. Uh-oh. I knew you were still doing it, but I thought you had given you like some space. Yeah, took some time off. And then I was at the ABNs, and I was, I don't know who I was talking Oh, Kenna James. Her right. and I were hanging out on the rail. Yeah. And she turned to me, and she said, you know this guy coming. And I turned around, I'm like, holy fuck, he's still doing it. Yeah. And you popped over. That was a proud moment. I'm glad, I was glad I saw you, and I'm glad you oh. were there. Yeah. And now i got to keep up with you. Yeah, right. Uh, so forgive me, because I'm, no. I'm horrible at listening to shit. No, don't even worry about I'm it. I'm in the car, I hear it, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Phone calls are coming. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I get it. I have, there are like two or three people in the industry that i become such good friends with, I like almost feel guilty if I yeah. don't. And Who's I, your favorite? Oh, that's unfair. Shy. That's unfair. <laughs> I would be, that would be the side piece. With Tom now? <laughs> See, that's how you do it. I have my favorite, and it's so easy. It's hands okay. down. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, industry favorite or podcast favorite? Um, my podcast favorite. Oh. Brett Rossi is obviously my favorite. Oh, it, it, Only awesome. because she has, like, a wealth of shit yeah. to just spew out. Yeah. And even her, like, she has to hold back. And I'm always like, give me more. Uh, right. But she is... I mean, obviously, her career has arced many ways. Yeah. But she was just on my podcast the last time, mm -hmm. and I walked away from that sweating. I mean, we talked about, you name it. Yeah. Dick sucking, fucking, <laughs> anal, three ways, uh, horse fucking. I mean, I was uh, like, wow. I just walked out like, is this going to be censored? <laughs> right. <laughs> she was just sitting there like, all right, are we going to go eat? Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's very carefree for her. Yeah. And there's a beauty in that, um, that that's why I love this industry. Is it's like, yeah. that's the freedom they enjoy. 100%. Is. So 
I will ask a very trope hackney question. Uh oh. In fact, I'll ask two. All right, I'm ready. Who are some of your favorite features that come into your club? Oh. And what is a crazy, you don't have to name the person, but give me a crazy story of something you've watched a feature do, and I could share one of mine with you. If you'd like, I can give you the crazy one first. Go ahead. Won't say the person. They showed up intoxicated. They were drunk. Did the interview fairly well, not going to lie. And I'm like, well, let me stay after and I'll see the show. Yeah. Got on stage and you could tell they were a little bit tipsy. Oh, God. Thought licking the stripper pole was going to be sexy. So they licked it. And literally, you see a, a, oh. a sea of people just going, uh. And then she tried to climb it. But because she made it wet with saliva, she couldn't. Oh. And she slowly slid to the stage. And there was a gentleman sitting next to me. And he literally turns and looks at me and goes, aw. Like, <laughs> nice try. <laughs> like, are you crazy? <laughs> I would say one of my favorites, which, I mean, probably because it's historic at this point for me. Oh, okay. It was my first meeting with Bonnie Rotten. Oh, and I okay. always heard about her. I knew her. And she showed up, and she was doing, like, her comeback, you know. Her. Yep. She got on stage at Blush. Yep. And I was standing there, and I thought I saw breast milk spraying, but I wasn't sure. I was said receiver. I was going to say, were you breast there? milk, I was there. <laughs> A guy jumped out, and he said, holy fuck. Yeah. And it stunk. I never smelled <laughs> breast milk that strong. Okay. And the guy came on. He had me in the lobby. He said, I'm going to fucking kill that woman. Like, I got to go home. I oh, like wow. Yeah. But um, that would be one of my fondest. Um, one of my worst stories. I won't tell you the entertainer, but you might yeah. know. Okay. I was friends with her, which made it even worse. Mm. And we had become close. And when I was in Vegas, I would see her. I, we booked her all the time. Yeah. And I thought something was a little off kilter with her. She was trashed uh, by the first show. Okay. Second show, we couldn't find her. And this was really, I think, when Twitter was really starting to, to kind of evolve. Okay. And some of the guys in the club had their phones, and they were like, I think your features, uh, cheerleaders, eating the feature out on stage. I said, what? What? And Albert and I were sitting there. Yeah. And I'm looking at a, a tweet, and there she is on stage with the other dan the, the, with the no competitor. No way. So I got her back, and I told her, I said, you know, you can go back to your hotel, and you're on the first plane out. Uh, okay. It's canceled. Everything's done. Yeah. Also made me do it. He made okay. me do the dirty work. Oh, of course. But then I also felt good about it because I thought, this crazy bitch. Like, Are yeah. you for real? So she held it against me for a long time. I shit you not. Last year at the uh, expo. Okay. I'm at um, Hustler Club up in the private bar. Okay. Lo and behold, she is the guest bartender. And I thought, fuck, I got to get a drink from her. Right. <laughs> we became friends again. Oh, okay. So, you know, I feel as though everybody has their moments. Yeah, for sure. Um, and she's still a sweetheart, but that was a moment where... <laughs> I kind of felt let down, but then I thought, is that an industry thing, or is that just a personal thing? Right. And so. that is something, that's a lesson I took early, Yeah, is that don't take any of this personally. No. This has nothing to do with you. It's them. This is just titties and, and pussy. Yeah, because I, yeah. That's <laughs> it. It's real simple stuff. Right. Maybe I, a butthole every so often. Right. 
Because <laughs> I've had that where I've done an interview and it was so bad yeah. that I text them or I tweeted them back like, I'm not going to use this. I can't. In, in good faith to That's you, hard. I can't do that. And I've been thanked for that. Well, I won't tell you. I'll let you watch the podcast and you figure out who it was. I think I know who it was. I had a horrible time with. Yeah. I'll I think I secretly. Might know. Okay. <laughs> so, so give me a couple favorites real quick. All right. A couple favorite uh, dance, uh, horse stars that come in for features. Uh, Abigail Mack. Most definitely. Oh, Abig- oh my God. One I love Abigail Mack. Yeah. Um, oh, Nikki Benz. Nikki oh, Benz, yeah. Uh, oh, God. Uh, Jocelyn James. Jo- I mean, I yep. adore her. Yeah. Uh, she adores my husband more than me. That's right. <laughs> they go out together. Right. Um, who else would I say? Hmm. The newcomers, I mean, I still don't know them all that well. Right. Uh, but I would go back to uh, oh, Jada Stevens. Oh, very nice. Yes. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. I mean, she's like a bad bitch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was for funny. Sure. I wore her T-shirt, and I never knew the origin of it. Have you ever seen her uh, lock-up T-shirt? Yeah. That was taken in resemblance of her first lock-up picture. So it's like a mock-up of her real oh, arrest okay. picture. Yeah. Um, I wore it somewhere, like, very vaguely, and some guy said, I recognize that haircut. And, I thought, <laughs> and then I told her, and she goes, yeah, that's my wedge cut. Yeah. Knows it. <laughs> okay, whatever. Right. <laughs> so, um, who else would I say is my favorite? Uh, of course, the lovely who we just saw uh, here a second Angela ago. Summers. Angela Summers. Hands down. Yeah. Um, let me see. Christina Gucci, which, oh, I yeah. mean, that's a going back. Yeah. Um, oh, Lacey Rain. Oh, I never the saw hurricane. Somebody, oh, I yeah. never saw somebody do a split that high. Yeah. I don't know how she had pelvic bones left. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Simone Dane Illustrious, all those, all those ladies I kind of came up with. Yeah. And they all treated me really well. Yeah. And... We've had great friendships on Nikki Daniels. Oh, right. There's a big one. Yeah. I wonder if she's still selling sex chairs. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but, yeah, that's about it. I mean, yeah. every life's good. Um, you got to come visit me. 100%. Yeah, we'll have All to right. do it when it's not convention because, Definitely. you know, with beyond the music. Yeah, we'll and do the, a podcast on my side. Oh, 100%. Right. I would be honored to be on your podcast. Put Shane to work. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so... Let's, uh, to sign this off, let's say the club, say where it's at, give me the socials, and then give me your socials, the podcast, all of it. Oh, okay. I'm easy. So it's Archibalds.com, and it's Archibalds DC for Instagram and for Twitter. Um, we're about to develop a TikTok, reluctantly. Good, good I will luck. not be on that. Uh, or right. everything else, but right. I'm not going to be on that. <laughs> um, my personal one is just Tom Naylor, and it always links to the um, back to the club, too. There's a lot of okay. photography in there. Um, and then we have the Side Piece Podcast, right. which is another uh, Instagram. And we just put that up, and we just gained a 1,000 followers. So I'm nice. kind of happy. Yeah. I mean, I thought it would be faster, but then... Who knows? We'll yeah, see. exactly. Um, when I saw that we had 40,000 views that one day, I was like, what? Wow. So um, I'm trying to think, what other link do I have? You want my cash app? No. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm going to need to for all of the time I just took. I know. Always an absolute pleasure. It's a pleasure seeing you. And, yeah, we'll definitely make it happen. I'll you come need to down call to the me. club. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we'll exchange info. and Probably angry husband again. Oh, no. Yeah, we got to sign off. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Good seeing you.